Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best versions of the best cars. Thank you for joining me, Adam, and Steve. Hello. As we argue over when our favorite cars were at the top of their game. How are we doing today, Steve? I'm doing all right. Um, I- I'm worried about today's choice. Are you worried? Uh, you I f- worried I, about I, yours or worried about mine? I, I feel that it was... You've been spending a lot of time with Russian bots, and I feel like <laughs> this is where this choice came from. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And thank you for dressing... The part. The part, your cosplay for podcasting. <laughs> you know. If that's even a thing. I, I like to come prepared. I like to be ready for yes, this. Yes, And, you know, this helps me inhabit the character oh. of, of, you know, okay. I guess someone who cares about what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Because we're talking about a real deep cut today. I, I this mean. This was my choice. This yes, was my choice. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get into it. So today we are talking about a brand that sold millions of cars worldwide and was also the spearhead of, you know, just a little socioeconomic foreign policy, but also the butt of many, many jokes. Some are, you know, have aged better than others, yes, but they yes. Have. Yeah. Today, we are talking about Russia's brand of car, the Lada. Now, I, I know you, many of you might not be familiar, which is a shame. First of all, get your passports and travel a little bit, Philistine. That's true. But that's fair. The Lada is all over the rest of the world. Third best selling series of cars after the Volkswagen Beetle and the Model T. Oh, I didn't know that. So if you have left the United States, you've seen a Lada. I hope you've ridden in one. They're I fantastic. Have, I have not. And yeah. and you have. I have ridden in, in both of our choices. Both of our today. choices today. Yeah. Okay. I love a Lada. They're so much fun. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Um, let's touch on some history real fast. Do it. So Lada is actually the European and British, since it's obviously not in Europe anymore. No. The UK. Exactly. Anyway, it's the European version for uh, the Russian brand Avdovaz. Very a- catchy. A-V-T-O-V-A-Z. Um, so uh, Avdovaz was the Soviet answer to the people's car. They needed you know, a car, and apparently they just wanted one for their entire population. As with most Soviet technology, they didn't want to start from scratch, so they just wanted to you know, catch up immediately by using someone else's technology. So looking around in the 1960s for a partner, the Soviet Minister of Automotive Industry found a friendly socialist government in Italy, and they worked together on retrofitting the Fiat 124 to the Russian market. And the rest is history. Well, the rest is we're going to get into that. Yes. So. All right. Take us through it. Yeah. I'm so ready. basically, they took this little Fiat box. It's it's three boxes. It's you know a hood, a trunk, and then a bigger box in the middle. I would not call it Italy's most beautiful design. Uh, probably not one. That's probably why they gave it to the Russians. You know, Fiat makes the Fiat 500, this gorgeous little car. Yes. And then they make this Econoline box. I mean, <laughs> it, it's. Uh, I guess the the build quality or the the style might be considered basic, is what the kids yes, might say. Yes, correct. Today, right? It is basic. Um, um, and you know, like any Italian, it was deemed too weak for Soviet Russia. Yes. Basically, they brought they brought up a, a whole <laughs> bunch of cars and took them through their normal car torture tests that they had, in which Soviet. is just regular Russia, just day. regular Russian roads, yeah. right? Can't do it. Can't do and it. And the yeah. frames cracked. So they sent them back. Uh, Fiat sent a whole other fleet of cars. Those frames cracked as well. 
the brakes got gummed up somehow with the snow. Basically, well, the cars I mean, were <laughs> the it's cars a bit rough. Were, they the weren't getting espressos. Were built for Italy yeah. and not used to actually working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad no one listens to this podcast. No, the broken yeah. broken suspension, yeah. anything. It was yeah. just they were just too weak. Yeah. So the Soviets went and made their own improvements. They raised the ride height mm-hmm. of this little Fiat. Mm-hmm. They strengthened the suspension, upgraded the engine. Uh, the Italians actually loved that and stole that engine or the upgrades anyway and started running with that. But anyway, they upgraded it for the Soviet market, uh, and then. Interestingly enough, Fiat kind of left the European market in the 70s. Okay. They were pulling back into just Italy. Mm, and so the Soviets had the car that was basically a Fiat and said, okay, we'll take that market. And that's where Lada comes from. Ah. Lada, Lada was introduced to the rest of Europe, and it was still just that Fiat 124. And that's when it came to the UK. That's when it came to Europe, and that's why you see them all over. It finally, this car finally ended production in 2012 or 2014. <laughs> like, like much of the information today coming, yes. you know. It could be right or totally wrong. This is, yes. you know, it's Russian information. Take that for what you will. Yes. Two-thirds of the cards, cards, yep. cars sold outside Russia. Two-thirds? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, with more than 300,000 selling in Britain between 1977 and 1997. Ooh. 19, okay. So 20 uh, years. Yes. Uh, but apparently, uh, of those 300,000, according to registration records, there's about 14 left. <laughs> uh, they're very hard to find. Oh, Russia never um, changed. And uh, the write-up was one of the benefits – of having one of these in Britain is that no one steals them. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. So kids don't steal them for joy rides. <laughs> uh, and again, we're still talking about the the, the general lot, like the sedan. So the sedan was called the Riva. The Riva. R- R-I-V-A. Okay. Yeah. So we haven't got to my choice yet. No. Okay. No. Um, the build quality was described as appalling. Um, and it was noisy, thirsty, and dated. Is how they described it. So rustic, down to earth. Yes. And approachable. Non approachable. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, friendly. You know, um, the factory was infiltrated by the Russian mafia. The UK factory. No. no. Well, I'm assuming. I'm just assuming the Russian factory was. Well, they're run by the yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what else did we? So when it when it first when they were first like courting Fiat, the Russians basically took an entire town, renamed it after one of the Italian guys to like woo him. It was like, hey, here's a city, <laughs> built an enormous factory, and then brought in workers and basically you know constructed this town from the ground up. Um, but weirdly, uh, the the factory was the gold standard for Soviet factories. I understand that's a kind of a, <laughs> a misnomer of a sentence, but it was the gold standard in Soviet factories. Um, and even when it was cranking at capacity, there was a waiting list for Ladas in Russia for years. As there should be. As there, As should there be. is now. Yeah. 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 Um, couple tr- bits of trivia. The Lada not a, a particular version of anyway, was the first vehicle to drive to the North Pole. No. 
Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't mm-hmm. find that one. Mm-hmm. So um, it's yeah. also the lotto holds the record for the highest vehicle attained uh, altitude. Like someone sent it up in a balloon or something? Uh, that's not important. It got to the highest <laughs> driven. They drove to an altitude of nearly 19,000 feet in Tibet. Ooh. Yeah. Well, okay. I want to break okay, that record. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, I'm breaking so, that record. So apparently. The whole rest of the podcast, we're going to talk about this. Apparently the record stayed till 2005 when Tureg broke it with the Volkswagen, but we don't, we're not going to count that. It doesn't really count. So I got to beat a Tureg now. Yes. Um, I'm doing this. My motorcycle and I, we're going up. I I th- I think you can. Oh well, is a motorcycle the same as a vehicle? Yeah, I, I motorcycles a vehicle. I don't know what the record is for a motorcycle. Oh, it might goodness. be higher. Yeah. Uh, they're very rare in the U.S. Uh, what else we want to? Um, apparently, there's about as it's about as easy to buy a Lada in the U.S. as it is a MiG fighter jet. The availability is roughly the same, <laughs> in case you're curious. Um, yeah, Actually, there's more. So, so. it's going to be more awesome when I buy one. Uh, more rare. Yeah. 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 See that? Because even like back in the day when the factory was at its max, mm-hmm. it was the third most productive car factory in the world. And still, none of these things are left. So that means they made a bunch. And they all wound up in the trash. Well, they fall apart, but, you know, a little bit. They, they, they survive. But don't we all? You know, don't we all? Yeah. Age is not kind to all of us. Any it's of true. Us? It's true. Um, but there's a lot of versions of the Lotta, some more popular than others. And I think we're going to get into – I have a lot of information on my particular model. But I think the key point is, since this is radio, that if you're – Picturing what a lot of is, they're just frumpy boxes. No, no. Yeah. No. So, well, not the Neva. The Neva was a Renault 5 put on a Land Rover chassis. Yeah, but then boxelated. No, but that's, the front that end, should be enough for the our fans to get. The front end has right angles. Okay. Uh, Red Bull made one. Just saying. Just No, Red Bull painted one. Okay, what well, you know, details. <laughs> details. <laughs> It was driven by an F1 driver to go look at lava volcanoes what? or something is what they did in it. Also, if we can just be clear real fast, all volcanoes have lava. No one cares. Who says no lava volcanoes? Um, the internet. That's like saying water clouds. What's wrong with you? Don't say that ever again. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Do you have anything else? Uh, anything else? Not for history. It's just a landmark vehicle in the history of the world. It's right up there with the Volkswagen Beetle. People should know it. And we're going to talk about which is the best one. Do you want to start with yours and then we'll go to the best yeah, one? Yeah, we've mostly mine? been talking about mine because it is the most important and obviously the best Lotta ever made. So I chose the Lotta Riva. Now, you got mad at me because I didn't choose a year. You have to choose a year. That's okay, part of the fine. game. So just just for funsies. You can't just randomly choose a car. I picked the 1983 Lotta Riva. Only because it's my birth year. Because our listeners are using this as a buyer's guide. Yes, I know. So they're not <laughs> yeah. going to be able to – they need to find uh, a certain year. If I had to buy one, I would get a 1983, which is one of the, like, the later editions ever made. I would get the 1.6 liter out of the UK, one of the larger engines fitted to Arriva. So you want a racy one. 
I mean, I would like to get up (laughs) small slopes. (laughs) Um, Again, with the misinformation, I think it has 64 horsepower. Would you drive that car with a loved one or family member in it? Is on the highway. A, as part of an insurance scam? or <laughs> <laughs> I'm just for safety. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to drive alone everywhere. <laughs> okay. you know, Shouldn't you'll... be a problem for you. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it hurts because it's just, true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but that's what I would pick if you're pushing me into a corner. Fine. One of the later ones from the UK. But honestly, listener, I'll take any of them. Give me a Riva right now. I will love it till his dying day. All right. So more importantly, mm-hmm. the car that it is known for, the car the brand is known for, is the Neva, which is the longest. I don't know if that's true. Continuously produced SUV. Can we just say that our names are almost the exact same? Riva and Neva. This is going to be confusing. So no. Steve's Mine's on the SUV. Steve's on the SUV. Yeah. I'm on the. Coupe sedan? Mine sedan. It, mine was the official pace car of the Budapest Bamenko in 1988. So yeah. that's probably where most people saw it, yeah. I would guess. <laughs> um, and is also used as an ambulance and fire truck okay. by the Soviets. Can so I can I, I ask you helps. a personal question? Yes. Really personal. I'm ready. Take me. Did, <laughs> <laughs> did your car ever come in a rotary? No, I'll just save you the. I don't I'll, think so. I like how you're looking around yeah. like you're gonna Google it. No, no the answer I have is all no. My notes here. Yeah, mine did. Okay. Oh, mine but did. That makes it worse. I win. They sold it to the secret police in Russia, and the regular police and diplomats. Oh, the rotary sedan. <laughs> I'm in. I love it. Uh, what does your uh, car name mean? Oh, I don't. Did know. you even look it up? No, I didn't look it up. Mine's <laughs> like it. Russian for crop field. Uh, the Russian version of my name. So it's the Lotto Riva in Europe. In Russia, it was the Autovaz Zaguli, which is the hills behind the factory. Hmm. But okay. no one in Europe could say Zaguli. And apparently somewhere in Italy, it sounds a lot like Gigolo. So oh. they changed it to the Lotto Riva. Okay. Yeah. Is that Does it mean river? I don't know. Well, what am I doing research here? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. You caught me. So I don't know what my name means. The Neva, originally the Vaz twenty one twenty one, same thing. Uh, introduced in nineteen seventy seven, which I will still say nineteen seventy seven is peak car year. Everything in nineteen seventy seven. Full stop. Cars, everything in nineteen seventy seven is great cars. There's not. There's nothing wrong. That's yeah. All been downhill I think from there. the nineteen seventy seven Mustang was a particular high note. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Not everything, but 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 anyway. I think you're. Given, There's something there. Given the man of of your your choices and yes. your tastes, I think you mean European cars. Seventy seven I mean, was peak. I am. European I car. am. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Which anyway. is odd because you're wide like an American car. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So it just seems this out is, of character. This is geez body <laughs> shaming on the podcast, <laughs> as the kids say. Um. Anyway. What else? Um, there was – do you have – what's your off-road capability? Oh, uh, well, okay. I was about to very snarkily say none. But, again, <laughs> this is Russia. So pretty okay. decent. Uh, what's your horsepower? Again, we think 64. <laughs> but mine mine has raised suspension. It was built for Russian roads. So that probably oh. means, like, American mountains. Okay. Okay. So, but – 
Yours, uh, yours is obviously the SUV, so go ahead and, and wow me with your features. I have a 1.7 liter, four-cylinder, 83 horsepower. So that's like 20 more than yours. I'm blowing you wow, off the, the line. Wow, the American school system at work again. What? 20, what, what was yours? 60-something? <laughs> 60 64. Okay. 19, whatever. <laughs> God. I'm sorry that you're numbers from, matter you're in my world. You're from Utah. Did you have school? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, you have the weight for your car? Nope, not at all. Oh, well. Who, it's uh, a lot of Riva. Who cares about the weight? Who cares about the horsepower? This is, this is a let buyer's me, guide let for me, people. Let me tell you what you're looking Ugh. for in this car. You want to get in, and it needs to smell like the 80s. Feel, 70s. Feel, no, but they all feel like the 80s. Feel slightly damp. And you're not okay. sure why. Okay. And have a cigarette film on every surface. Just a little bit of ash. Ooh. That's what you're looking for. There's your buyer's guide. Don't care about how long or heavy it is or what a horsepower it is. If it has all those features, it's been well taken care of, you got a good lotta. So my car weighs significantly less than a G-Class. Well, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, again, another plus for mine. But let's also point out the fact that your car just got two cup holders in 2012. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's going to weigh less than a G-Class. But I, I still don't think it has power windows because yeah. when things are freezing, you don't want power you windows. You don't want power windows. No. So. Yeah, so on my car, they upgraded the rear brakes from discs to drums because of the winter weather. They didn't freeze. Mm. I don't get it. It yeah. seems, but that's what the Russians did. Okay. But it did get uh, coil suspension all around, again, for the harsh roads. So, you know, some pluses and minuses with the Russian weather. So I feel uh, like yours is a derivative of mine, and that automatically makes mine more important. I don't think so. I think, I don't so. think so. It no. has to be the same chassis. Um, competitors at the time were uh, <laughs> Suzuki 4x4. And the Daihatsu. Your Jimny? Was your Jimny around already? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Love a Jimny. It's funny you bring that up. Um, let's see. Um, also, my car, well, later <laughs> on. Later <laughs> on. Not in 1977. You want to save that? But in 84 and 85, I was the off-road 4x4 rally champion. Of what rally series? That's not important. Like a very, very esoteric I mean, South Australian rally series? <laughs> It's just general Australia, so all of Australia. Mm -hmm. Would you like to hear some jokes? Yes. How do you overtake a lotta? Uh, slowly. You walk. Oh, all right, number wow. two. Wow. These are going to get worse, I can already tell. <laughs> no, that's the worst one. Okay, okay. Uh, how do you double the value of a lotta? Get two. Fill the fuel tank. That's a good one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and and, <sighs> and finally, why do lava? Why do Ladas have a rear uh, windshield wiper? Um, I don't know. To remove the flies that crash into them. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is full of Lada jokes. Yes. I highly recommend yes. you look them up. Yeah, they're great. Uh, that especially goes for you, Matt Schwartz. You love terrible jokes, so so that's uh, all yours. There's a little bit more uh, background on my car. Yeah, please. Neva Concept began yeah. in 1970. See, uh, I was already on the market by then. Yeah. You're so a young whippersnapper. Now, first deputy chairman, Alexei Kozijin, 
arrived at the Autovaz facility to investigate the disappearance of millions of rubles. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a weekly occurrence. <laughs> so he goes in there. He's concerned. We've lost some money. What's going on? And then he starts to chat and says, also, while I'm here, I could do with a country car. And that's why the car came into existence. Okay. Very let's, casually. Let's, let's, yeah, let's back this up a <laughs> yeah, little bit. Wait, wait, wait. I'm investigating While you. While he was chatting with I'm designers. investigating you for a crime. I yeah. think you've stolen something. I don't seem to find anything today. By the way, what I, do I need, need an off-road car. Yes. So. Uh, so your vehicle was produced via extortion. No. I mean, yes. it, it's, it's, uh, no. no. <laughs> he, let's see. So it was originally. So he's saying no, but he's shaking his head. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, the Fiat Campanolu, you know that one? No, no idea. No. So that's what my car is based on, uh, which was used by the police and military that you mentioned before. So yours was also a Fiat. Because I really they thought yours were. was based off of mine. Well, oh, yours is based off Fiat. Yeah, correct. But yeah. yours was a whole different model. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but a different Fiat. Someone has finally learned something on our podcast, and it's me. Well, it started out under on on the Fiat, and then when they went through all the testing, yeah, they yeah. said this is crap, and yeah. they made an entirely new one. So, can you imagine the Russians taking the Soviet Russians taking something from you and saying this is poorly made? <laughs> I'm gonna redo it. That's got to sting. Even for an Italian, that's got to sting. So, did we talk about the uh, the the size of the uh, plant? We did a little bit, right? I got some numbers here if you want some. Um, I I don't have the size. I thought I had another piece of trivia. Go ahead and give me largest this. automotive factory in the world. A hundred and eighty miles of assembly line under a single roof. So, but it sprawls for a square mile. I don't understand how you get hundred and eighty miles under a. I, mean, I guess it winds Yeah, because it winds around. Yeah. Have you been to an airport and gone in line? No, recently? I'm just saying. So, again, um, math. Struggle <laughs> busting. It just seems like it just so that might was, not fit. Yeah, so that was the factory that was you know the third most productive factory in the world. Even when it was cranking that hard, still the waiting list in Russia was more than a year. Yeah. That's nuts. Like, people already don't wait a year for their brand new Porsche GT3 RS. Can you imagine having to wait for a Lada? <laughs> and then it gets there, and you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. it finally arrives. Let's see. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Um, when mine came out, uh, at least in the UK, it was 979 pounds uh, uh, monies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were going to say wait for the car. No. Yeah. Uh, that's about 12 grand today. It's not bad. 12,000 pounds today if you were to buy it. I found one on Bring a Trailer. So that, I mean, I got to say, 12,000 pounds, that's really close to a Chevy Spark. True. <laughs> True. So that's what we're talking we'll come, about today. We'll come, we'll come to that later. That's what that's, we're talking that's about That's what today. we end with, though. That's what we end with, though. Um, what else? Uh, okay. Um, I found one on Bring a Trailer real quick. What Your car? My car. The SUV? Okay. Yeah. So I found it on Bring a Trailer. It is a convertible, and it's a 1989, so it's not the exact year. A convertible that I favor. SUV. So you had the Merino Cross of its generation. Murano. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Merino. Yeah, I don't. How often do you see that car? Come on. Uh, we're on a car podcast. You can <laughs> say the name correct. <laughs> Jesus. 
1989 Lada Neva Cabriolet. Wanna guess the value? Or guess what it's sold for? Not value. Yeah, it's not, not value. It's not Sorry. value. It's bring yeah. a trailer. Yeah. How much did it sell for? Uh it's weird. It's convertible. It's, and it's tan. I'm gonna think bring a trailer gave that twenty grand. Whoa. Just what's your real guess? Twenty grand. Have you been on Bring a Trailer? People buy stupid stuff. Stop it. Okay, granted, this car was in X Men Apocalypse from 1995, and also RoboCop, two of your top five films in 2014. Bam! Throw that out. See, twenty grand. Uh, fifty-three hundred dollars. Wow, I would have bought that. I'll buy that today. Oh, if you own that, reach out to me. I'll buy it. So. Again, just 1977, I'm going to take our listeners back just for a minute, that this is the group that my car is in. The Neva comes out. The Clash dropped their first album. James Bond does a- Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Are you just- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, James Bond, Spy You Love Me, one of the best ones with the best theme song, Carly Simon. I'm just saying is that that is a strong year. So you're listing things that and happened that year. To make my car great. <laughs> yeah. Because everything goes in groups. So a bunch of people worked really hard to produce awesome stuff, and the Lotteriva came out. Neva, whatever. It was just a good year for everything. It was just a good year. A good year for everything. That's what we're saying. A good year for everything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yours is so. a good vintage. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Um, gird your loins, because I'm about to punch them. Okay, I'm ready. How many of your car do they make? Oh. Let me I, answer it for you. Okay. It's 2.5 million. That's a lot of cars. Do you know how many cars, um, versions of mine they made? No. 22 million. You take how come, yours. How come you, you got, times how, it by how, 10. How come you got so many more? And then you get to me. Mine wow. is better. <laughs> Why have I never seen? Where are they? Not in America. <laughs> And also, again, we've talked about this. You don't travel. You don't leave this what hemisphere. What are you talking about? Okay. Well, all right. This I is, am more well-traveled this, than you. Do not start this. This, this is going to be painful I'm pointing you, at you on a podcast. But Go ahead. Some of us have enough money to travel the world. Oh, stop Some it. of us have been stop to it. Europe. I think you would like it. They eat a lot there. I, so you'd fit right in. Wow. <laughs> this is, this is they, tough today. They love tough butter. Today. So that's like your people. You have so much confidence. <laughs> so much confidence. Because I cosplayed as a Russian today. <laughs> I good. guess so. Strong like bear today. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I sold it. almost 10 times as many as yours. That okay. makes mine better. Okay. I'm ready for categories. I, I oh, just, famous owners. Oh, do it. There's one famous owner. It's the only famous owner you need. Putin, we think, maybe. <laughs> well, he should. He should. Yeah. And we have pictures of him near yeah. one. Yeah, so that's enough for yes. me. <laughs> and I think and we've got a picture of him like casually looking back at one, like yes. an owner would that's, if you had one. That's what – So that means – That's what amounts to research yeah. for best in class. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's so, you know. Putin. Um, yeah, I'm ready for categories if you are. Um, I'm just also trying to show a little bit more that was coming out at the time. Oh, movies. Um, if any movie or commercial is set in the Soviet Union, there was one in there. Falada's in there. Yes. Never a hero car. I've never if it was it. an American movie kind of making fun of Russia, in. It's in yeah. there. Um, was it in the latest Borats? I haven't seen any of them. Mm-mm. But I'm just going to assume no. one's in there, too. So, uh, real quick. Um... 
you had yes meandering similar i am meandering a little bit but similar you have at j40 what cj what? F- what are you what? talking about i'm talking hang on at i'm J40. playing the time period fj40 wow enunciate fj40 okay what did i say etche no all right moving on now anyway you're just aggressive today i like this um fj40 cj5 and basically the car i chose uh what? consumers again again, again wait, wait wait wait, wait. and land rover li- i'm just telling you, <laughs> you the group it was in. have nothing to do I'm with each other <laughs> the group it was in that basically mine had the most character cars in, available in silver i what? was building up to quote where it says it looks like a volkswagen rabbit with swollen feet yeah <laughs> that I'll, was that was my favorite little i would agree to that there's a lot of rabbit yeah. to your car there's a lot of shoebox to mine. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying. I, mine is mine just came a block out of wood <laughs> within a, ve- a very tough category. Yeah, and, and it it underperformed. Survived. <laughs> and it has survived. So, um, anyway, uh, what was the impact? What has the impact of your car been on the car industry? None. Wh- what? Okay, no, no, no. That's not fair. That's not fair. That you created a floor. That the actual real car companies couldn't sink below. No, with their Land Rovers. No, so no, I'll buy that. None okay, of sure. your, none of these nonsense cars can can survive Russia. This is uh, a proper. I will actually agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I other, mean, it's, it's full other of Land than, Rovers now, but they don't. They never leave. The other city than streets. the you know Mig fighter jet, this is which had a huge. This this is the Mig fighter jet of of cars. I think of it's, SUVs. It's the real selling proposition of any Lada is they're just rough and ready. Yeah. They'll conquer anything. I love it. I think it's fair to say there's no comparison. No one's comparing their car to a Yeah, that's to true. Aniva. That's true. <laughs> so. I think we've got our new benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you're not, nobody's using it as a comparison, it's because uh, you're too good. Did your car have any impact on popular culture? I bet camping was slightly more exciting in Russia, but... When you didn't have to take a um, horse. So, yeah, maybe. I did take a uh, trip down. I mean, popular culture, Red Bull, I guess, using one. It's kind of the yeah. impact. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's they are coming back in favor. And there's a fair amount of them registered in the U.K., but not for road usage. Uh, so what people are yeah. thinking yeah. is people are hoarding them. Yeah. Oh, you think they're off-roading them? Or they're off-roading. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine, the sedan's impact on popular culture was huge in the fact that, again, it was the butt of all the jokes. This was a Russian the, car. The sedan was, not the... That's well, both. But I'm, I'm talking about mine. Okay, I'm mine. really talking about mine. Okay. Yeah, the sedan. You know, you're in the UK in the 70s. You know, unionization is huge. Everyone's looking to what these cars can do. And they're just terrible. They're just awful. Right up there, like with the Morris Minor and things like that. So, yeah, its impact on popular culture was just to be the butt of a joke and show that hey, capitalism produces better cars. Look what the Germans are doing. Agree? Disagree? Mm. Jeremy Clarkson labeled this the worst car in the world. I mean, he did like that uh, UK uh, that DVD special trying to find the worst I mean, car in the world. The and thing this was is, his winner. Okay, but it led to. A great SUV, which is a Neva. So I got to give it a little bit of credit. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, popular perception versus reality. I don't think there's any popular perception. I think I think it's 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 got a little bit of popularity, right? 
I mean, I love it to death. Yeah. So which means it's terrible. Number one fan right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I, the, I did spend some time in a lot of forums. Oh no. Of which they're very hard to find. <laughs> uh, but they do have a certain four by four. Basically, just said just don't ever drive it on road. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They said it's the ultimate off-road car. The quote was, um, incredibly capable, but no good on road. And then the joke is that so is a tractor. Yeah. So it's basically like a tractor, just a little with a roof. Yeah, with a roof. Yeah. Yep. So, and leather so don't yep. drive it on road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure both of our cars can be fixed with a screwdriver and some bailing wire. Uh, it was designed to be fixed essentially with, like, duct tape and yeah. – and because when you're in Russia, there's not a whole lot of service stations. No. So. <laughs> so that was a big thing. Um, yeah, so the popular perception of them being pretty rough and ready transport, 100% true. True. Yeah. true. And, nailed it. and fairly uh, rusty and not reliable is also true. No. Uh, sounded like you had something you wanted to bring up. Um, I'm just looking at how amazing my choice is. Uh, a little bit more trivia. First vehicle to spend more than 10 years in Antarctica. I don't no, know. No, no, I, no, 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 no. So yeah. it broke down. People left it. And now they're saying, oh, look, it spent 10 years there. Did your car go to Antarctica? I don't think so. It probably did and came back. No. So it didn't make no. any records. No. Um, it worked the entire time. Thank you. They yeah. turned it on every week just to uh, check the radio. From 1990 <laughs> to 2001. <laughs> Wow, 2001. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. Very specific. So some like, scientist. We had to get to 10 years. Some scientist just, yeah. bought that car for $10 yeah. and yeah. brought it with him. Okay. All right. So uh, my car's been an ambulance, a fire truck, gone to Antarctica, and been the pace car of one of your favorite races, the Budapest to Babenko in 1988. <laughs> Second time you brought that up. I know because it's very awesome. odd. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So a pace car, ambulance, fire truck, and Antarctic Explorer. I mean, what I don't, more can you ask for? I honestly don't know why you're selling yourself short. I am positive your car has also been a hearse. No, I looked that up. It had no. someone somewhere turned no. your car into a hearse. No, don't pretend they didn't. But this might be the first car that we've talked about that's been all these things. Maybe. <laughs> what do you mean, maybe? maybe. <laughs> if you're not sure, that means I'm right. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, future classic. I think both of ours. I, I, mine I will, more so, though. I, no way. Yes. No way. Mine's the people pleaser. Mine's the one that's been more produced. More people have had one. Nobody. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's looking for your car. I think mine is, is like the Beetle. Is they're once disposable, but now as they're aging out, people are actually going to start hoarding them and taking care of them. Well, I mean, they become quirky. It's like a, a Volvo, but yeah. even more so. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I think it's a future classic, especially here in uh, the U.S. But even overseas, I think it'll start as they <laughs> all rot away. If you can have a nice one, they'll hold their value for sure. Could this car be made by another brand? Yes, it's called Fiat. It's not. No. I don't <laughs> think they can make it as capable. No, Fiat would be utterly incapable of making it that burly. Would you take There's this? There's no what, way. Do you go Neva or Panda? I want that Russian esotericism. Yeah. I want. Over the Panda? Yeah. Over something that works? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because again, I can fix it myself with a two by four. Okay. No, I. You're going. All right. Yeah. A two by four? I don't. 
because you hit it. Try to keep up. Okay, uh, that We're doesn't make any sense though. <laughs> um, speaking of something, if you had a very rusty prone vehicle, rust prone, rust rusty prone. <laughs> uh, I'm just tired today. I don't know what it is. Uh, what would you not use it for? I would not use it anywhere near the ocean. Would you perhaps use it as a lifeguard vehicle in the Netherlands? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's another thing my car has been. <laughs> See, this is a dumb comparison. 20, what are you talking about? 22 million examples of my car. It has clearly been used for everything. Just because there's not internet documentary evidence of it, there's been more versions of my car than there have been no. yours. Yes. <laughs> no pictures, no, no that story. That didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, this has always been your section much more than mine because mm-hmm. I can't be bothered. Okay. Did you find any advertisements? I did. I did. Does um, the car live up to its advertisements? The problem is they're in Russian. I kind of feel like they're saying buy a lot or else. I have never seen uh, – well, again, this is due to my lack of worldliness, according to you, as I just sit at home eating butter. Uh, I've never seen a commercial where so many dead animals were placed in the back of the vehicle <laughs> to show capability. Um, and That's when good. they hunted them, and they are obviously frozen once they're dead, they made sure that they were uh, very long. That makes sense. When they, <laughs> yeah, they stretched When they them put out. them in the back of the vehicle, they fit perfect and stacked them like logs. <laughs> so. Uh, but there's a lot of really good commercials, and there's there's a little bit of glamour. What what there's you want? A, this is capability, okay? <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a little bit of glamour. There's some hunting. There's always heavy snow. Oh, um, but <laughs> the soundtracks are great. Very uplifting. Ooh. Yeah. Very kind of hunt for red October kind of. Yeah. Inspiring. All right, stuff. I'll Spotify that on the yeah, way home. Yeah. So, um, do they live up? Um. Uh, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. they probably do. <laughs> it was probably a crime in Soviet Russia to promise something you couldn't deliver, but then again, I feel like that's what communism is, but sure. Some people say that this car mine has been more places, according to the commercials, than Land Rover has. No. Full stop. No. I'm, you know, they're saying, <laughs> they're saying who they are. I don't know. Cool. Um, uh, the prototype, when they were doing testing, you know where they started from? Sahara. The Kremlin, which makes oh. me laugh. <laughs> Just like starting your desk from the White House yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because they wanted, to be in, they wanted to have it inspected by party officials, mm. and they had to drive it there, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know for like a lot of the pictures of Putin that we found around the car, <laughs> he was inspecting a new variant of yes. yours or mine. I really don't yeah. know. I think it was yours. Probably. Uh, and it didn't start. Well, that happens. He got in it and it did But I just start. like the idea that you drive it to the, the, <laughs> the White House. The White yeah. House and be like, hey, what do you think? And then and then you just leave from there. <laughs> and to test the suspension, and again, this is what I derive from the commercials, uh, they would cr- – <laughs> I love that they use the term crisscross. Like they're just going back and forth over and over and over. <laughs> uh, the Ural Mountains, which are fairly substantial. Yes, they are. Uh, but I just love that that's the testing ground. Yeah, they so, crisscrossed them. Um, but that's what they're saying, that it's done more more adventures than Land Rover has. No, I don't believe that for a second. Okay. okay. Uh, complaints about your car. 
Um, do you might, wish it had leather? The, do no. You wish no, the radio no. worked. Um, yeah. So it might have some reliability issues and some rust issues. It might. Um, Theoretically, and, and parts are impossible to find, apparently. Uh, but it's it's uh, if you're looking for something that looks like a giant roller skate that's going through the mountains, then this is your car. That was a very salesman way yeah. to turn around that <laughs> negative into a positive. <laughs> what complaints do you have about your car? None. None. Well, okay, it's a little bit rusty, Duh. the steel. Yeah. But that's okay. also the oh. same steel that was provided to Ferrari, so I can't, I can't pick on it too much. <laughs> so uh, the Russians had good, strong steel, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Um, what else? Uh, complaints about my car. You know, some kind of the same. Some HID headlights would be nice. So, oh, you know, full leather Maybach interior would be pretty good. I, but that would ruin the spirit it of would, Russia. It really would. Yeah. Um, complaints. I wish the cigarette smell came standard. Mm. You didn't have to make it yourself. Okay. Okay. But they're all used at this point, so it's baked in. So I wish mine was better on road. Sure. So when I'm going to the shops, sure. Uh, that it would be it would be more enjoyable. Yeah. I wish mine came printed with all those lot of jokes just printed on the body. So every time you walk up to your car, you can see a new joke and laugh a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Chevy Spark Time. <sighs> I'm, I knew that question was coming. That's why I paused. Yeah, I know. Um, Would you rather drive <laughs> your Lada Neva or a brand new $13,000 Chevy Spark that will start every time the radio works? It doesn't have cigarette holes in the upholstery. It doesn't cut you on the metalwork. So it doesn't leak in the rain. Before I did my research on this amazingly capable car, Antarctica, everything, I would have picked the Spark. But now I know that it's more capable than a Land Rover. It's only theoretically. <laughs> no, no. We're, I'm going to do more research. And uh, this I'm, is the first time you've done more research after the podcast. <laughs> Steve's going to buy one. Yeah, Steve's going to buy one. Mark yeah. my word. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. If if uh, if I could find one. <laughs> no, who are we kidding? But it's cool looking. Everyone would, send him listings. I would do. Please. <laughs> I would do this. Um, yeah. I got I I feel like this is that mixture of Eastern Bloc and Italian Spirit. Oh yeah, a real known well, <laughs> a real known mixture. Eastern Bloc and Italian. I mean, it's timeless. <laughs> you so, know, like uh, risotto with oxtail in it. Some might say great. it's it's who is the famous Italian Gagaro? Am I going to say it right? Is that right? The designer. Yeah. Just say Armani. <laughs> it's no, easier. Whatever. For you. Um, but yeah, no, it's Italian design and Russian. Str- I'm going. I'm going the my my Neva. So finally, you don't pick the spark. You yeah. pick yours. Yeah. Only because I can never find one, so no one's going to make me do it. Again, okay. Let me remind you of the rules. You have to drive yours for a year. It's your only car. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'd never it. going to work, Steve. Yeah. I'd never have to be anywhere. Uh, that's true. Yeah. No one expects yeah. you anywhere. Uh-huh. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> okay. 1983 Lotta Riva sedan or a Chevy Spark. I have not made this decision until just this moment. Yes. <sighs> Only car for a year. Yeah. And you're a family man. 
Let's keep that in mind. How am I a family man? And a property owner. How am I a family you man? You got to go around to all your little... You I know. have a lovely lady, no children. <laughs> that you know of. That I know of. Yeah. Uh, and see, you're more worried about COVID, your like, sweaters COVID. and what you drive. That's true. I'm yeah. very worried about my sweater. Yeah. COVID times isn't fair because neither of none of us need to be anywhere. <laughs> So well, it makes okay. it easier to choose a, a lard bucket like a Lada. And realistically, you have to pick the spark. You what? as well have to no pick way. the spark. No, your only car no. for a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm answering for both of us. It has to be the Chevy Spark. No, no. These things are too no. junky. No, it's never going to work. How are you going to repair this it? This made it through. I've never Antarctica. seen you change a light bulb. How in the world are you going to keep your alternator running? It's mechanics. Easy. <laughs> Easy. You're going to pay a man. <laughs> it's carburetors. <laughs> none of that fancy fuel injection. Drum brakes. That, that unreliable <laughs> fuel injection. <laughs> and no power windows. That's not going to go faulty. I mean, it's a win-win. Again, 1977 is peak car. Okay. Yeah. I'm only going to say this once. So. You can... You can lie to yourself, but don't lie to our listeners. I'm, I'm, okay? I'm lying to both of them. Right. Closing doing. argument. It's all yours. No. So you have to go with my car. Mine's – I mean, it's stupid to even go over this because your car is a, a – it's like an economy fax machine. I don't even know. I've been to Antarctica. I can go off or I can go anywhere. I was driven by Daniel Ricardo and Max Verstappen. Uh, I've been to the Kremlin. I've been – just about, I've been a rally car, an ambulance, a fire truck. Everybody that's worried about safety and living, as ambulances and fire, they picked this car. And you want to get racy, pace car. It's got everything. So there you go. The best Lada is our lovely little Neva. You want to try and beat that? Oh, it's I got already, everything. I oh, already. and and <laughs> and it's rarer than yours. And it's fat, <laughs> and it's more That's powerful. That's one way to say yeah. that. <laughs> it's rare and more powerful. And, yeah, that's that's all I need. I mean, it's cooler. And I'm going to I'm gonna say that is mine more affordable than yours? Probably not. Probably not. It's kind of a race to the bottom. Okay, you done? Um, yes. Okay. So, I'm the only one at this table – that has been in both of these vehicles. I'm the only one with firsthand information on the comparisons of these two. Okay. I'm telling you right now, Lotta Riva, the sedan, is better. It sold 10 times as many. Your ambulance, off-roader, police car, race car, everything, mine has also been all of those because ah, 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 don't even think about it. Because think about it, it's small town Siberia. There's one car; it has to do everything. Mine came in a rotary version, automatic win right there. Mine is the sedan. It's what the party leaders would show up on. You can't show up in your SUV. It, it looks no. like you just got done hunting. No, no good. No. Mine is a better car. It sold ten times as many. It took over the world. It is only behind. No. The Volkswagen Beetle and the Model T for popularity, by definition, mine is the best Lada. All right. So Drop I'm going to end. Like I'm going to say something very carefully so all the bots can hear. Vladimir Putin has a camo-clad Neva, and he says it's his favorite plaything, right? 
So what you're saying Other is... Other than democracies. You're saying Putin is wrong. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. So you're saying... <laughs> I, that's that's all I'm, I'm I, saying. I, are you disagreeing <laughs> with Vladimir Putin? I'm saying right now, yeah, into the microphone, <laughs> okay. as a perfectly healthy, non-suicidal <laughs> person, okay, that Putin is wrong. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You heard it here first. Wow, that's I. I think this is going to be a bombshell. Um, and we have it recorded. Yeah, let me just make sure it's been recording. Uh, do you uh, any last words? No. Any? <laughs> <laughs> you mean for yeah. today or in general? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I just want to be clear. Um, I'm gonna get out of town real fast. Oh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna it's matter. Not gonna matter. Yeah. But uh, yeah. thank you, Steve. This has been great. We'll uh, hopefully talk uh, next time. I have enjoyed our final podcast, <laughs> and uh, it's been good. Again, find us on Instagram. And where is our final podcast going to be? Uh, you can listen to our final episode, which is this one. So you're already listening to it yes. on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple. Um, yeah. Give us a shout out on Instagram. Come and find us. Uh, you probably know where we live, so True. come say hi. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone in Sweden. Yes, uh, you big fans. You guys big know fans. a lot of us. And uh, I'll be looking for a new podcast partner yeah. <laughs> uh, after something mysteriously happens to uh, lovely Adam here. <laughs> so if you'd like to be on the podcast, let us know. <laughs> Uh, well, Adam, I think we ended strong. Steve, it's been a great time. Been, <laughs> I think we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, have a good weekend. I'll see you next time. All right, you got it. All right, see everybody. Bye. Bye.